Welcome, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another edition of The Neighborhood GM. We've been out for quite a while. We apologize. Life happens, though. Right, Mr. Married Man? Yeah, I got married. You have uh, <laughs> lived life to its fullest. So have I. So now we're back talking some Eagles and Cowboys. All right, George, who do you want to start off with? We're going to think we pretty much hammered this down. We're going to stick to two main main teams. Our boys and the Cowboys. You want to start with the Cowboys first? Yeah, let's go ahead and start off with the Cowboys. Lovely America's team. I think the the infamous words of Stephen A. Smith are kind of shown true so far. What can go wrong will go wrong. Yeah, what can go wrong will go wrong, and it's all due to one person. Who is that? that? And that person is Jason Garrett. He is by far the worst coach I think even in our division, to be honest with you. And that's saying a lot considering the Redskins and the Giants. The Redskins don't have a coach. Astro. <laughs> An interim coach. Interim coach. Astro. So, yeah. I mean, Jason Garrett, his time is up. He needs to get going. He's just not innovative enough. Kellen Moore, it's his first year. I would keep him around to see what he does in the second year or third year. But as a head coach, he just doesn't have that team motivated at all. Well, he has a loser's mentality. I mean, let's just let's look at this. Let's put let's put Peterson in that sh- in the same shoes playing the Patriots. <clears throat> Weather's horrible. Weather is absolutely terrible. Uh, getting down to the opposite end of the field is already difficult, and you're going to kick a field goal on fourth down. You got to push it. You gotta leave it leave it in your playmaker's hands. You have probably arguably one of the top two, top three backs in the league. What's the problem with this with running it down their throat? Not What's only that, but you that? have pro football focuses number one wide receiver, too. So and then you don't even target him. You only target him once. Yeah. Come on, man. You can't do that. What I will give them is this. I will give the fact that, you know what, the Patriots did have their, their referee magic when it came to two phantom tripping calls that were called. <laughs> yeah. They were, they were, it was pretty bad. I'll, I'll give them that. I will give them that. But that doesn't excuse the entire game. That's your talk in the last couple of minutes when that happened. That just seals it for the Pats. But uh, you guys didn't do Jack the rest of the game. Right. Let's be let's be real about that. Yeah, Zeke he's a non factor right now. I don't know mm-hmm. what's going on with him. You know, maybe it's just him not seeing the holes. Maybe it was just that off season that he was worried about his money. Maybe it's because he got his money. I don't know what it is right now. And he's not even being vocal like he's used like see he's used to doing. I think that's probably a part of his contract to where he's not supposed to be any type of detriment to the team or anything like that. But I just think it's kind of wrong like that, but yeah, you know, well, I agree. I never even think, never even thought to think that it was a part of the contract. That's actually a pretty good point, but overall, just the whole makeup of how they're playing this year is very uncharacteristic. You look at the years past, it's always been run first, pass next. I think the, the first three games, it set a precedent where they were just torching teams and you have Kellen Moore with his first year, who has always been past as heavy. I mean, you can be that way, but that's not going to win you games, especially in December, which is coming up. And they got three very important games coming up. Yeah, and uh, they're all outside, not in the dome. Aside from the Bills, yes. Yeah. 
Actually, no, I take that back. Two of those games are going to be at home. They got the Bills at home. Chicago. They're going to play in Chicago, though, on a Thursday night. Yeah, That's, that's going to be tough. And then they have uh, the Lambs at home. So looking at it from that perspective, it's kind of in their favor, kind of not in their favor. But uh, if we're going to call an upset, I'm, I'm saying it's going to either be the Bills or the, the Bears. The Bears primarily because of weather, because it was shown last week, they can't play in weather. They don't have a kicker. Oh, that too. That too. How are you going to win games without having a kicker? I mean, Mars had his ups and downs, but I might I'm be talking about the Bears. Head. The Bears don't oh. have a kicker. <laughs> yeah, double doink. Love that history. <laughs> no, and not only that, but Pinero or year. whatever his name is, is he's missing kicks left and right. I don't know if it's just – I don't know at this point, is it really the kicker's fault or is it the special teams coach? But I expect him to trample the – the Bears, to be honest with you, that defense isn't really playing up to par. I don't. I just think they've lost all confidence in Trubisky, and they're just like, well, why are we going to put ourselves in harm's way if this quarterback can't do it? I get it. I totally get it. But, uh, again, I, it's not even so much the Bears. It's going to be the Cowboys faltering. It's going to be a Cowboys losing. Not the, not the Bears winning. They will find a way to lose. One the only way that games. I can see the Cowboys winning that or losing that game is if Trubisky finally <clears throat> blossoms into this good QB or something and torches that defense because that defense right now is not good. The Cowboys defense is what I'm telling you. It's Mm-mm. not good. Mm-mm. It's actually really uh, pretty bad. It's middle of the pack right now. In terms of it's ninth right now in terms of uh, pro football focus defensive wise overall yeah yeah which won't get you into playoffs because all the top passing defenses are all in the NFC basically besides Pittsburgh which probably won't make the playoffs and then New England <laughs> and then we know what New England does so. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's why I picked their defense up. Yes, sir. <laughs> Talk about yeah, and Amari, Coop, Amari Cooper got me a big old goose egg in fantasy football. I'm kind of upset about that, but it's okay. That's why you, that's your own damn fault for playing him to begin with, but the weather being bad. Anyways, we're getting off topic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. What are, you, what are you seeing from the Cowboys right now that concerns you going forward? Well, defensively, I don't know what the different or what the issue has been, but uh, they're not the same. The tackling has been horrible. Uh, they just they can't hold the lead. That's the thing. They just they can't hold it. They lose. It's the second that an, the offense does something well, defense lets lets them right back in. <clears throat> I would honestly say after the Saints game is when it really started going bad because that was probably their one of their best overall games. But because offense didn't do jack that game, really. Yeah, and it's ironic because last year the Saints was the turning point for the Cowboys. Yeah, remember? It was, it was they flip. were three and five, and then all of a sudden just smashed on the Saints and then started going on a tear. I remember that. That was a Thursday night game. Yeah, I remember that. That was that was definitely was a turning point. Not this year though. <clears throat> but I mean, I think they're also exposed when they played the Vikings as well. Mm-hmm. They just can't. I mean, you you had 
what's his face? Um, Diggs was playing, but uh, why am I freaking Thielen? Thielen wasn't in, and they still dominated. Yeah, it's it's one of those. It's one, if you hit them hard in the mouth, they fade back. They can't take it, and that's what they did with Dalvin Cook. I was watching that game with uh, a friend of mine. And he was not a Delvin Cook fan. He's a huge Saints fan, but he never was really about Delvin Cook. But then we watched the game. He turned to me. He's like, dude, these guys are playing smash mouth. Like you need to stop him, but you can't. And then they would just bomb it to Diggs. So it's, 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 it's like what we saw last night with Lamar. <clears throat> How Lamar was able to do that is they punched him in the mouth straight up. Just straight down the field. Stop us. You can't stop me. And that's when he just picked apart the off or the defense for his five touchdown passes. Yeah. So that's what the Cowboys is. They it's more of a finesse defense. You smash them in the mouth, they're not going to be able to hold strong. That's why I think when it comes to Thursday, it's going to be very interesting with both Frank Gore and Singletary going at it. Because Frank Gore is stop me. I'm going to run straight down your throat. Oh, yeah. I'm going to pick up two yards no matter what. So looking at it from that perspective, I don't, I don't see that. Even if they win the East, they will lose in the first round. Yeah, I agree with you. And I, and I think what's most concerning to me is something that we've been saying all offseason and all season so far is their secondary. Their yeah. secondary cannot keep up with the high-powered offices. And it showed in – Minnesota, you know, it showed in basically all their all their losses this year, but that pass rush just isn't there like it was last year either. Vanderesh is not getting to the to the uh, QB. Neither is Jalen Smith. Tank Lawrence has been a pretty good surprise for them. He's been playing really well, but everyone else is absolutely horrible. It's lackluster. Yeah, and that's just not what we're accustomed to seeing from the Dallas Cowboy defense. Well, it's not custom what we were seeing just at the beginning of the season. Either, it's yeah. It's completely yeah. changed. Now, what are, <clears throat> are they going to get all this together? It's a little too late in the year. I think history shows that Jason Garrett can't do it. Agreed. Agreed. I think they're going to – I truly do believe that they're going to win the NFC East, and this is so hurtful to say, you know, because Philadelphia is just so trash. But – I just don't think he can do it, man. I don't. Jason Garrett just—he can't motivate the troops. And what can Dak Prescott do besides give a late-game heroic just to pad his stats and then lose the game? You know. Well, you—you kind of made my argument for me. Uh, we will win the East out of spite because of the fact that <laughs> Garrett is going to lose it for him. That's how this is going to go down. You think so? I do we are we going to deserve it? Hell no. Oh god, no. <laughs> we will not deserve it at all, but the fact of the matter is they're going to lose it. History is bound to repeat itself. It's going to happen that way cuz they're going to lose one of these three games. Then we will beat them at home because you want know, to know why? It's mid-December. It's cold. It might Philly. be yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's in. It's we already saw how they were when it came to uh, the Pats. It's the same type of situation. They can't play in adverse weather. That and the Eagles' defense is waking up. So I don't know. 
it's not going to be the same team that they saw a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago. It's not the same team. It's not the same at all. Yep. And, by, and by that time, if everything goes smooth, <sighs> Jeffrey Howard should be good. There is that slight, slight chance that Jackson will be back. I doubt it. I doubt it too. But it's here's hoping. But either way, we don't really need him. We already have enough. Yeah, that, uh, I could argue that. We'll we'll talk about that in the in the Eagles part portion. But well, we can segue over because we would need him for playoffs. He'd come back for playoffs. Yeah, that's, that's a whole nother deal. But that's beside the point. Yeah. Uh, with that being said. We'll win it out of spite, not because we deserve it, but because we'll win out. We have an easier back-end schedule. Cowboys don't at all. Nobody can argue that. So that's how this is going to pan out. And now we can segue over. (laughs) (laughs) Where do we begin with our our lovely little schmeagles as they've been playing lately? Yeah, the Eagles have been absolutely horrible, and it all comes down, in my opinion, to the wide receiver core. And this is what I'm telling you right now. So the core that wide receiver, that wide receiver core, the wide receiver coach must be fired. Micro must be fired because there's no way Peterson, Peterson, the person that brought us our first Super Bowl, is going to be fired. He's going to stay there until he dies. I'm telling yep. you that right now. So he needs to get better coaching around him. And that starts with the wide receiver coach. If you watch every analyst that has been on NFL Network trying to dissect the Eagles wide receiver core, they are saying that the Eagles wide receivers are just not doing their job. They are not setting down in that zone. They are trying to move away from the pass so that way they can try to break free. They they don't want to take the hit, which is what the play is designed for. The play is designed to get a first down and move the chains and eat up clock which is what they've been doing when they've won games. They've massively overachieved on time of possession. They've tripled some people. In terms of the Bills, they tripled their time of possession. It's true. So to me, that's a big flaw in coaching. And it's Peterson's job, too, to start telling these people that they need to start doing their jobs. Shape up or ship out. Yeah. And they cut Jordan Matthews for no freaking reason. I'm kind of upset about that. We'll get into that one because, yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Um, the coaching, like we've said off air, Grove's got to go. I don't know if it's just his play calling, his style. It's just if you look at the first half compared to the second half, we're a second half team. We've always, it's always been that way because we're out of the norm. We're out of those, what, what, is, what is the typical, like 15, 30 plays? that a team will go through <clears throat> once halftime comes, it's all going to be based off of what we've seen adjustments. Peterson's been great at the adjustments, but starting off, we have gotten better. We've gotten a little bit faster, but overall the drops, the lack of hands that we've seen. And speaking of hands, Wentz is just, I don't know what the hell is wrong with him or if it's just, this, I don't know if it's with him, how he's meshing with the team, what the issue is, but he's not the same. He has a total of, if I remember reading right, it's about 10 to 12 turnovers in the last few weeks. He had five, four of which were overturned this past weekend. You can't win yep. games with that. Two of those, two of those were on drives in, the, in, in Seattle's 
um, area, side of the ball. Field. Well, I, I agree with that. I agree with that hundred percent. Wentz is not playing well. He's the last three games has been really, really bad for him. And you know, it's up to him too to try to get these wide receivers. I don't know if you have to stay later in practice or something, but you guys got to work on those zone reads and things like that with the wide receivers where they need to sit in that zone. And if you need to throw the ball low, which I've I've actually noticed him doing, then they need to know that they need to dive for that ball. Because I'm trying to protect you. Aguilar? Yeah. Do you want to learn how to dive for a ball? You want to try to dive for a ball? I mean, he just can't track the ball. That's his problem. That fool needs to be cut. (sighs) He's he's gone, dude. You're not paying a man $9 million and he's underperforming and you're going to keep him on the roster. It's 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 like I said said at the beginning of the year, this was his year to make a splash and he blew it. He really blew it. Unless he just goes out and balls out the next five weeks. And in the playoffs, uh, that's the only way that he's going to be able to stay is if that happens. If he becomes the one, the person that he was two years ago, or if he becomes that guy who's going to blow the top off, too late for that. It's not going to happen. I doubt it. <clears throat> it is, and same thing, I mean, all of the receivers, the only good one that, that needs to be shown more is Ward. We've been saying that since preseason. Yeah. Ward showed promise, and then we freaking cut him. Stupid. Stupid. Speaking of cutting, I don't understand why we cut Matthews considering he was completely underutilized. I don't know, man. It's kind of the story of Matthews where I don't know whether it's something going on with him reading the playbook or something or the coaches just don't see a lack of – or a uh, strong effort on his part. To me, all I see is somebody that wants to play. But, you know, sometimes when you're in a profession, you need to actually study and do more. And maybe it's just him not preparing enough, you know, and they're, they're just seeing something that we're not. That's true. I mean, we'll have to go back and look at tape. But even just watching the games, he was a non-factor, complete non-factor. I think he had a total of, what, six or six to eight catches, if that total. He did not have very much. I don't even know how many looks he had. It it was completely underutilized. Totally underutilized, I think. On a positive note, the defense has been playing great. Shockingly. Yeah. It's you gotta love how like this the the season has completely turned <laughs> to where offense was doing great and now defense is doing awesome. I know. That's what I was gonna tell you. I said, how how do you just switch places like that? Where one side is doing amazing and then the other side is doing bad and then just completely flip. Well, Could it be because of one person that I have backed my entire life? Wait, before you get on that, before you get on that, <laughs> before, I know what you're going to say before we get there. Um, another thing needs to be addressed, the medical staff. Yeah. Oh, Something yeah. desperately needs to be done with the medical staff because going off of what you're saying, before you bring up the person you were referring to, <laughs> who I was talking about is uh, what was the our main issue in the beginning of the year? Injuries. Yeah. All of it was on defense. Now it's flipped to everything is on offense. So now we're seeing that translate over there. Let's just give it a couple weeks. I mean, this might be one of those situations where it's everybody gets healthy all at the same time. We have the top tier guys, hence the Cowgirls, lose like we know they're going to. Then we squeak in and know what? Here comes Jackson back. Everybody else is healthy. 
Everybody will I wouldn't else. hold my breath on Jackson. I'm telling you that right now. Hey, you know what, Chance? I'm just saying. With the way that things have had attend- it worked for us last year, I thought we were dead in the water. And then we pulled that off, and then we had a double doink, and then we were one drop away from almost beating the Saints. So yeah. go yeah. figure. Yeah. Go figure. That's what I'm saying. Poetic. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Poetic justice, I know. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> the chances are there. It's just a matter of are we going to get our head on our ass and do it. The, there. It's, the potential is there. I mean, we just need a little bit of help. But overall, this is all doable, bro. Yeah, the defense is getting healthy too. You know, it's everyone's on the defensive line is getting healthy. Tim Jernigan looks like he's back. Uh, Fletcher Cox looks completely healthy. He's completely wrecking offensive lines. Uh, Derek Barnett is everything that we thought he was going to be. Sweat's getting up there too. Sweat is doing well, man. Doing really well. Deshaun Hall, every time we see him in there. Uh, Vinny Curry, I love him, obviously, since we drafted him. I don't even know why they let him go in the beginning. There's one thing that we do need desperately, linebackers. Yeah, but that's going to be addressed in the draft, I think. It's, that should have been addressed last year. I agree, but you know, hey, we're, we're here, and they're doing okay. They're Gary, manageable. Gary needs to learn how to tackle oh, God better. Gary. <laughs> Gruget Hill, too. He needs to learn how to finish plays. They both do. Yeah. They both do. They but you know what? They've been doing a serviceable job. I'm going to give them a, a thumbs up, not a thumbs down. But the secondary is getting healthy. Yes. Now you Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say yes, it for I will. me. Say I will. it for me. <laughs> Just tell me that I'm right. <laughs> That's all I would ever want to hear. <laughs> oh, I would have Jalen Mills is a monster. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I'm not going to go that far. No, no but Jalen Mills has definitely been a benefit for the Eagles defense, and so has Darby. Uh, Jones has completely disappeared. I have no idea what happened to him. I told you. I told you, you know. it was going to happen. Ever since he got beat that bad and got hurt again when he were, when we were playing the pa- Packers, I'm telling you, I wouldn't be surprised if that guy's going to be gone. Yeah, but it's yes. crazy. But Mills, yes, yes, you were right. <laughs> <sighs> I know it hurts you. It hurts you, and it hurts almost every Eagles fan too. Hey, but you know what? He still let like a 50, 60-yard touchdown pass this past weekend go. <laughs> Really, dude? <laughs> the play he's referring to is the trick play. The, uh, <laughs> the trick play in which uh, Seattle scored. And he actually played the run well. He thought it, it, he, thought he was going to run, and then he went into the box, and then he just kind of got beat. But he recovered well, and he almost deflected the pass. <clears throat> That's and had- that's basically the only reason why we lost was that trick play. Yeah, well, I had to toss that one out there. Just saying. I get it. But I yes, get it. for the most part, yeah, he he. Oh, I would say this: he has played a, uh, he has sparked the defense ever since he's come back. I just like his attitude. I know you hate it, but I love it. It's not the attitude I got a problem with. It's just the fact that you can't let sixty-yard plays go. That's been my main issue. Yeah, I get it. That's that's still always been my problem. Is he's always been consistently letting at least one or two of those go a game. But so, he's also <clears> consistently <throat> shutting down into the end zone, so in the yeah. red zone. So well, I'll take again, that. 
But since he's been back, he hasn't allowed those long bombs either. That's true. Yeah, he's been – you can tell he's been fully healthy. And so – and we're getting LeBlanc <clears throat> back too. Well, real quick when it comes to Mills too is he's not getting beyond those double moves. <laughs> well, hey. we, they haven't really been doing it on him. I'm pretty sure they're waiting for the playoffs. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but either way, yeah, <clears throat> LeBlanc comes back. I mean, we'll be – defense defensively, we'll be fully 100%. Yeah. The first yeah, time Jenkins, Jenkins is playing well. McLeod, uh, jury's still out on him, to be he honest played, with you. He, he was up and down. He was up yeah. and down this past week. He had a couple good plays, but <clears throat> he's, as you would say, he is serviceable. Yeah, he's serviceable. But, but he doesn't Jones, deserve the, you know, the price tag that he has right now. So, But Jones is going to be gone. I agree, which sucks because we're going to have to draft somebody again. And I just don't see – we took Anybody a chance coming out of the draft. That's going to be worth it. You know that a, hey, that was the plan though. Or that was, that was not the plan. That was uh it was, it was, it was a risk. It was a good gamble. Don't get yeah. me wrong. It was a good one, but it just didn't play out the way we wanted it to. Uh, how do you feel about our playoff chances? <clears throat> I feel good. I already told you. I felt I was... good about four weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. But, and uh, then we dropped. So did the Cowboys. No. So did, yes, they did. But yes, see, did. I. I'm telling you, the, Cow- the thing with the Cowboys is that I kind of, which is so weird to to me, I trust their offense more than I trust our offense. Well, yeah, because they've been consistent. I can see that. You know, it. and and I don't trust their defense, but I also don't trust ours either. So if we're, you know, putting two and two together, well, you know what I do trust? I trust the Cowboys more, maybe. You know, but you know what I trust? I trust them falling like they always have God for 20 disaster. for 20 some odd years. That's what I trust. It'd be different. It's in my field. You have one, two, it's like, okay, it's the start of a trend. Three, okay, you're you're in a trend. When you got 20 data points all going way up here, that this is a problem. Pretty sure you got a problem. Yeah. Pretty, pretty sure it's going to happen. It's happened every year. I'm not going to knock on wood because it's going to happen. I'm telling, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you it's, I honestly, by the time we come back next week, when they lose to the bills, I will laugh because then again, at that point in time, the season's ours. The season will be ours. Cause we're going to we, do Come on. Let's be real. We play the dolphins. Okay, but don't overlook the Dolphins. They still no. play hard. <clears throat> they do, but we're playing at my home, so just saying. No, we're going to Miami. Either way, we still got it. We're fine. We're good. We're fine. Got no All problem right. with that. All right. <clears throat> then other than that, it's it's going to be Giants. Four, four games against the NFC East. Yeah. And two of which have n- no hope. All it is is draft stock. Yeah, they're, they're going to tank. For sure. That's all it's going to be is draft stock. So the only meaningful game is really going to be against the Cowboys. And -hmm. after they lose at least one, that's all the Cowboys have to lose is at least one. And we went out. They're nine and seven. We're 10 and six going into the playoffs with a home game. Uh, Just saying. Man, I just, I wish I had your confidence. I just don't. But if it happens, I would love it. I'd welcome it. Well, because yeah. you know who would know be more likely we would be playing in the first round? Seattle? 
Yep. Yeah. Revenge at game. home again. <clears throat> and then guess who we play? We would play in the second round. Uh, who would it be? Saints. And they wouldn't be the Saints. Saints are yeah. going to be the one seed. Oh, no, they won't. No, right. You got the Niners. <clears throat> oh, no, we would face the Niners then. No. We would be the last seed, wouldn't it? Wouldn't we? Not necessarily. Oh, that's depending on what happens on the game. Right. Because right. then it would be the Vikings or... Whoever the third seed wins. Yeah. Because yeah. so then it would be Vikings and Pats, Packers Yeah. at that point. Yeah. And I think the Vikings would win that game. Oh, so, okay. So then they would be the last seed. We'd play that we would go to the Saints. You're gaining some confidence on uh, Kirk Cousins, huh? No, I just don't think that the pack has ever really been that good. Truthfully. Okay. All right. Well, they beat the Cowboys, which <clears throat> yes, that's not saying much. I'm thankful for. Yeah, but I'm just not saying much. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think if anything, we'll play the Saints again, and that's it's going to be a revenge game. It's it'll be a revenge game for Jeffrey. Yeah. From last year. Yeah. So then let's say that does happen, but we're just going to get absolutely smoked by the Niners. I think the Niners will be in the Super Bowl this year. If things uh, keep just, going. I, I just think that they're clicking on all cylinders, man. And it's hard to, it's hard to stop rebuild. a team that has that kind of confidence going on, man. Well, you know, it's going to be a great, great thing to watch next week. Niners, yeah. Ravens. Yeah, it could be a Super Bowl preview. That's potentially a Super Bowl preview right there. But you know what? Here's my prediction on that one. Quote me now, podcast world. Hey, breaking news. <clears throat> you ready? Wait, breaking wait, wait. news. Wait, wait. Before that, this is my prediction on that one. Ravens will play the Pats. Pats will win. Yeah, because are- I've heard a lot of things saying that, you know, the Patriots were throwing a bunch of things at Lamar just to see. Yep what they were doing or just that to is, see what he would do and things like that. that and is that's a such total, a, that's such a chess move. It's insane. It is. That is it's, that's a Belichick move. <laughs> Bel- Belichick doesn't give two shits about losing a game or two or three. No. He's get, he has eight games in the bag at, when it comes to his division alone. Yeah, Six games. Uh, as long as he's undefeated in the playoffs, he does yeah. not care. And that was a pure chess move. So yeah, I'm not surprised they lost that game either. The way they did. I'm not surprised. It's it's pure. Okay, we're gonna see how you go, how you guys go up against this. That when we play you, we're gonna throw this against you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What, what's your breaking news? Devonte Freeman is healthy. <laughs> the, what the hell, man? That's your breaking news? Yeah, I need him to play in fantasy. Okay, on that note, we're uh, going really, <laughs> to end it on that note. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. We're going to catch you. <laughs> we'll catch you on the flip side. <laughs> Have a good one.